a lot of killings and um, other things. But actually, this uh, our organization is aimed at trying or making creating an awareness, and that is why when we discover that this radio World Radio Day is a day that is closer to the said election, that if we can create a particular awareness where people will understand that there are ways of electing or voting in your representatives and there are ways of contesting for an election and winning election without necess- without result without resorting to violence and without any bloodshed and without any fear or threat in the hearts of the people because of course some political scientists will tell you that an election that people goes for to vote in fear of being killed or be fear of being harassed it's actually not a free and fair one so we are also encouraging and that's why our movement our organization is here towards encouraging people and working towards just orientating them properly on the need to ensure that this election is conducted peacefully and we have been like he had said in the introduction we've been doing that by orientating people going to schools going on the streets um cooperating with other um, non-governmental organizations and any other organizations that are willing to partner with us just to make sure that this culture of peace is entrenched in nigeria at least for once let's have a situation where we'll be recorded our election will be recorded to be free of violence not just saying free and fair of um of 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 a uh, rigging or whatever exactly yes. sir exactly okay but okay so we gather here that you've been around quite a lot um what's the reception been like <laughs> okay it has been it has been good but it has its own art too we've experienced so much um difficulties too because many many education is a problem the orientation people have about what peace is all about is even a problem how people define peace is a challenge so what we try to do is reorientate that if you check our own prospectus you will see in our mandate we have three hours there we have the mission to reorientate we have the mission to rehabilitate and we have the mission to reintegrate people especially people who are who we know that they have engaged in one violence on the other how can we get this the normal street person who gets involved in violence how can we treat them without them facing judgment facing litigation or how can we reorientate them to think right the our, our plan is to make people think right about elections our plan is to make people think right about what peace is all about our plan is to make people think right about what violence means so if they can know that they will know there is an alternative to violence okay have you sought audience with the politicians because i'm sure a lot of people will be wondering um are you not backing up the wrong tree because um if anybody instigates the violence it's the politicians if anybody calculates and manipulates the system it's the politicians so um, you clearly yeah haven't spoken with people in religious houses and spoken to the general public and talking to the electorate the voting public mm-hmm. and um we wonder it you know it takes a certain level of manipulation mr manuel what do you make of this yes sir um, actually, our campaign is not just to our peace um, um, orientation, our outreaches, they're not just to the electorates alone. We've also tried to reach some government, um, some aspirants, um, especially in this state now, we've, we've been able to reach at least um, uh, governor, uh, governors as, um, governorship um, aspirants. Aspirant. And um, what we've been 
trying to then we've been also been able to go to some political parties um, some meetings some areas where you have political party members meeting and we've been able to tell them that okay this is what we are after we are after peace because of course if 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 we stop at the level of the electorate or we stop at the level of the churches or religious organizations and we do not reach the level of the political getting to the political office holders then we've not really done much so we've been able to reach and we are still working towards reaching more of them especially before the election and that's why we're taking this advantage of radio day seeing as a day that um radio messages of of, of, of radio messages um are being um selling radio is a, as a medium of passing a lot of messages have been is being celebrated in the world so we are also using it as a medium of using that day to also pass out um our basic tenants and also pass out the peace message to people okay so we'll be getting round and very quickly back mm -hmm. to the issue uh, um how you've chosen to approach this crusade but you know um i guess one place to start this conversation really is understanding peace in itself and conflicts and i'm not just talking conflicts in terms of violent conflict i'm talking about disagreements between two parties um you know you i would want to believe while pursuing this thing have to explain to people you know these channels of communication and where exactly conflict arises you know and i'm wondering do people perceive peace as i mean what exactly maybe that's where i should start what exactly do people perceive as peace on the streets what you know the general public that you've had to meet at different times what exactly is their understanding of peace okay is, yeah. that, is it the freedom from violence is it is i mean when people are not agreeing and they're not even talking we clearly know there is stifled peace in itself so and that is conflict you know what is the understanding from what you've from the people you've experienced so far um from our experience from the street because we did some research recently on peace and what we have been able to gather because of the poverty level in the country at the moment we discover many people telling us peace is money We've gotten people telling us pieces uh, when I am comfortable. We have seen people telling us pieces when I am good, my family is okay. So, but in the other sense, we are saying peace is beyond you alone being okay. The tranquility you have personally. Peace surpasses that. We are not saying peace is that tranquility you have and the civil order created by you being peaceful with yourself. And with other persons so and um with our research so far we are we are working towards reorientating as i said earlier in a way where people will see peace as not just um the absence of war because that's the general gener um, definition perception. perception but as we are here we are peace scholars and we understand that is beyond just absence of war is also the presence of social justice where when it comes to governance governance is done the way it should be done um people there is equal distribution of wealth where people will be able to have a sane mind to make the right decisions when times like this is approaching people can actually think straight and not be deluded by few things they can gain so that's that's what we have been able to create but the orientation what we perceive people understand is just absence of war um, um i'm poor i need money that is what we get on the street 
but what we are telling them is beyond that it's peace includes justice it includes tolerance it includes non-violence it includes non-discrimination it includes equity of all standards it involves harmony you know i'm glad you're bringing up words like equity and dialogue because i'm looking through the unesco theme for the world radio day and it says dialogue tolerance and peace i'm also looking at the words choice of words for your advocacy peace education practice and non-violence in the forthcoming general elections now you know i ask myself what probably is the biggest obstacle because in all things i think communication is key yes and uh, what probably in your experience is and we are looking at quite a lot of um heated emotions at this point in time especially with nigeria's polity okay. what probably in your um in your perception is the biggest obstacle towards dialogue and tolerance um in nigeria what seems to be the um the greatest obstacles towards dialogue and tolerance is um we believe from our own um study point we've seen that education or orientation is actually an issue you know you you find situation where people believe in using violence to answer violence Meanwhile, what we are trying to preach to people is this no matter the level of violence that is directed at you violence directing violence back to the person will not solve the problem it's rather that's why there's this popular saying that an eye for an eye one day the whole um people will be left blind and all that so the the, the basic um entrance is entrance to the um, peace negotiations and dialogue in nigeria as it as it stands today is um education that's orientation when i mean education i'm not talking about going to classroom to study but what i mean is orientation of people about what peace is or what constitutes violence then uh, you also talk about ego you know some people they they believe their egos are going to be bruised if they are um they they, they succumb to situations if they just allow some things that might, yes exactly and um all that then you know there's this political culture um in nigeria that that you know that um where where you talk about power and hierarchy and um sometimes it becomes a bit difficult for someone to want to step down from the from his own uh, particular standing point of power to agree to a negotiation so i believe that's one of the Okay. Another obstacle comes to mind, and I want your views of this, okay. and that is ethnicity. We're mm-hmm. a multi-ethnic nation, and um, at times like this, political times, election times, mm-hmm. our ethnic divides come to the fore more than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, in the course of your work, you know, especially at times like this, what have you come? What are, what are your perceptions, and what have what has been revealed to you by our multi-dimensional ethnic situations? Okay. Um, with our research so far and our work so far, we've been able to discover that we are actually ethnic bias in most things we do in our submissions, even in schools. Generally, Nigerians. Yes. But um, what we are preaching to people, and that's why this this um, forum or this organization is all-encompassing, because we are dealing with prejudice of all kind. Uh, we have a manual we're working with that is um our whole handbook which is peace education a pathway to a culture of peace and in the chapter six of that book you'll be seeing things on tolerance and things on prejudice what determine discrimination 
um, in a broader view, we'll be looking at racism, but in our own setting, we'll be looking at ethnicity. So in this light, we will need to see that ethnicity, we need to change the way people see it. That is not, people cannot change where they come from. What we tell people when we go to schools, she cannot, we tell students, which you, uh, you cannot, your friend cannot change where she comes from. She doesn't have a control by it. So you can, we, if we can control them to think right that we don't pick people, we don't have um, preference for people because of where they come from, then we can change the way we think. And um, directly or indirectly, most of us, we are doing it. We pick people. Though we look at the bigger picture, but even as a teacher in class, you should be able to be non-discriminating in anything. And you should not be so, well, so particular. Good, 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 good you're bringing it up. Where exactly do we draw the line? Um, does a Yoruba teacher speaking endearly to um, a Yoruba student in a multi-ethnic class and using Yoruba language occasionally, not even generally, occasionally, is that, um, is that going beyond the line? Is that already drawing on the divides that ethnicity affords us? Yes. You think yes. so? Yes, I okay. think so. But then again, there is, I mean, there are biases everywhere. You That's know, true. and let's get back to the issue before us, the general elections. Um, no two regions can be treated the same. It's not because um, there's a preference for one region. No two regions' problems are the same. But those that will jump on these conversations to build following and to distract from the issues will clearly use them. You know, how do you even face a challenge like that when talking to people? You cannot tell me you've not come across the words um, uh, disenfranchisement. You've not, you cannot tell us you've not come across the words marginalization. Even within closely knit ethnic groups like ours, even in the Southwest, yeah, there are some groups. I know of a state in the Southwest that believes it's about time it produces the next governor. Hmm. And that is not about, um, it's, not, I guess, it's, not, if, it's not a foreign tribe asking for it it's within a state it's people micro-ethnicity yes so you know how do you deal with this especially when trying to preach peace okay um when we are looking at that um we the first thing we should know is that we should understand that we are ethnic bias and our context is very different now if you're looking at people's micro-ethnicity and competition for there there are solutions for governance for ethnicity when it comes to governance. So Prefer one, let's see. Okay, there, there we have um, the proportional um, principle representation. So where is is well defined. Does it matter to you? You personally? Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you personally. <laughs> okay, personally, it Would matters. It matters because if, if, you you, if, scenario, you if you had a scenario where everybody that ruled the Nigeria came from one family but ruled Nigeria well, would you... To me, that is not fair enough. It's and not. It's not fair. And that is why peace is more of... Is, when we talk about peace, is justice is involved. Fairness is involved. Why people will not agitate is because if they have the dividend of democracy or there is a balance where they can make contributions, definitely the, the, the urge to agitate, the urge to, to protest... Um, there, there is one thing we have um, in our own uh, manual, non-violence, um, indirect action or direct action, anyone you want to use. It is influenced by not being fair. So if some regions believe 
something is wrong uh, definitely they can it will cause them to agitate but now the reaction how they go about the reaction is also a concern and that is why there are alternative to 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 sharing one's grievances when it comes to either a, 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 a particular office either but outside ethnicity we should look for competence outside thinking about where first I believe we are in our developing stage so a lot of things is shaping presently and very soon we are going to get it right so I think we should look at which we are educating people to look more on competence even in classes even on the because I don't look at things from the top as a person now I try to look at it from where where did all this start so but when I look at it I I try to bring a bridge even from the classes, even from the parks, everywhere is there the influence of ethnicity. So we'll, we'll try to correct it from there. It will work in the national level. Okay, we'll be getting back to this manual of, of yours and I really want a bit more insight on it. We have with us ambassadors Moses Aboladi and Emmanuel Jato. They are both representatives of the Peace Education and Practice Network, that is PEPNET, and they've chosen the auspicious occasion of the World Radio Day happening on the 13th of February to push their latest advocacy for peace education, practice and non-violence in the forthcoming general elections. Well, we'll be getting back to them in a bit, but first we're going to a commercial break and a whole lot more coming your way in the second half of the show. Do you know, fella? My name is Anikulapu. Do you know the real fella? I was born a colonial boy. I went to colonial school. I went to England to study music. Do you know his music? <laughs> his politics. Everybody knows Africa has to be united now to have any headway. But how is it going to happen? His jive talk. It's very important for a man to marry many women. Because a man goes for many women in the first place. This is Fela Undiluted. Abami himself. Join us every Sunday at 5 p.m. as we present the Fela and Nicola Kuti tapes. Keeping it real. That's what we do right here on Jams 100.1. We're back like we never left. Yes, it is the World Radio Day in focus. Uh, that's coming up on the 13th of February. And um, the theme of this year's World Radio Day is Dialogue, Tolerance and Peace, where one organization has taken the opportunity, the auspicious occasion of this uh, day to you know, go about its advocacy for peace education, practice and non-violence in the forthcoming general elections. I'm talking about the Peace Education and Practice Network. I have with me its representatives and the and the people of and the persons of beg your pardon the persons of Ambassador Moses Aboladi and Emmanuel Jato. So you were telling us a bit about this manual of yours, you know. Um, you know, I don't know. I probably got carried away with all the good things you had to say. I forgot to say exactly what is the, you know, the structure of PepNet at the moment. Just before you come round to. Um, 
this manual tell us what exactly tell us about the um, organization okay the organization peace education and practice network as i said earlier the vision is building a world of peaceful individuals and uh, we have a structure most of us we are presently we are postgraduate students of university of ibadan okay. institute for peace and strategic studies to be precise and we we are concerned aside from scholarship alone we are concerned with the practice so when it comes to structure we have a president we have um an administrative secretary which is a person of um mr jato Emmanuel, and um we have a plan a long-term plan when it comes to pepnet as a as as an organization we have concern for the young generation because we are concerned about prevention of violence and not even when it has occurred itself so we have a plan long-term plan for 20 years 30 years time because we believe that the problem of nigeria is now now is because there has been a neglect somewhere 20 years ago and people are acting this on to them those times so we are yet to correct a future evil that might occur okay. so that's that's us you or your group of your group being mostly populated by postgraduate students of the university of Ibad. do you risk um dwindling membership numbers down the line no what exactly will guarantee that one of the main reason why we d we believe that it will increase because it's a network if you look at the name it's a network okay. we are not concerned about uh, we believe everybody should be involved we we are trying to fulfill the intentions of the united nations the intention of the united nations educational scientific um, cultural organization that's unesco we are trying to fulfill a global understanding so a it's, global it's mission beyond is beyond it's beyond, it's beyond the network. Now. yeah okay now let's talk about policy formulation for this group of people okay you know um you're going to tell us about this manual that you so uh so eloquently talk about and um i asked myself you know policy formulation what comes you know one thing is to have unesco's charters and unesco's dictates and mandates okay. to the people it's a different thing to localize it and considering like we said, a multi-ethnic uh, composition. composition, considering uh, our polity. It's um, coming together with this policies and, uh, you know, this guiding world will be pretty mind-boggling. So tell us, how do you come about this? Okay. Actually, um, you know, the, the, the first point I want to make here is that this is not a strange word to Africans. In fact, in the dimension, peace in the dimension that UNESCO and the World Organizations are preaching, that's peace and peace in a situation where there is no violence, both structural and non-structural. When I mean non-structural, I mean non-war. Non it's not about war. It's about where a situation where there are no disagreements and, and where, where there are no violent disagreements and all that. Now, you know, what we just need to do to situate peace, that peace that um, UNESCO is preaching, in the context of this country, Nigeria, is just to make our people go back to the ideologies we hold there before some Western, um, before some foreign influences and before some struggle for power and all that came in. You know, for instance, you know, in Nigeria, among the Yoruba people, um, 
we have the concept of Omoluabi, where an average Yoruba person believes that there are some particular characteristics that fosters peace and um, tranquility in the society, which he or she is expected to act out as a person. Now, when this thing, when we are able to appeal to this instinct in everybody, because every society in Nigeria has one or two of these concepts that we're talking about that is that is basically about peace and peaceful coexistence. So when we're able to appeal to these instincts and bring them up, encourage them via every means possible, we are, we'll be able to foster change and we'll be able to foster unity and peace and love among the people where you will see everybody as your brother. Of course, before now, there have been a lot of a lot of relationships, several kinds of relationships between many regions of Nigeria and the other. And then, you know, of course, there's this um, funny saying that um, mo- most times bro- um, relationships doesn't come into money. You know, re- you know, people that are, that, are, that, are, that might have different opinion when it comes to the issue where they have to share uh, some f- economic benefit. There's this kind of bond. You know, that's it's when they forget. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's when they forget about I am from here or you're from here and all that. So if it is possible like that, then I believe it's also possible for us to be able to find a, un- a uniting ground in all aspects of our life, politics, economies, culture, and all that. Okay, um, Mr. Bade, do you, you have any other words to say about the formulation plan, the policy formulation plan of PEPNET? Okay. Um, pre- first and foremost, we are planning that um, we want to get its statistics of people. Now, um, I don't know why we... Okay, why I want to say this, but I need to say it. When it comes to our governance presently, I don't believe we have a viable statistics to know the number of people we are dealing with. Now, if we cannot have a clear figure of those who are not in school, those who are in the street, then we can actually, if we don't have that figure, it will be difficult for us to measure assess and evaluate what we are doing if it's right or wrong it will be difficult for us to be able to follow monitor what we are doing if we are actually contributing to the welfare of these people because the major thing we've discovered is that basic needs attract any other thing we want to give when it comes to education a poor man a man who is hungry will not even listen to you we've done it we've seen it severally when we go out for sensitization so what we are planning or what is on our home formulation is that we are planning to we have started it already we are doing a survey to know people of different categories what they actually want they have not been censored for 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 i don't think we have said census now for like a decade if we can have such um database we are going ICT with with this um policy i'm i'm telling the old nigerians now that if we can get this settled we have a statistic to follow to know who we are dealing with how can we meet their needs what is actually the problem because normal nigerian is not violent to the best of my knowledge a normal nigerian is not violent oriented we are peaceful people when you get to if not for interest as my fellow comrade said if not for interest of one thing or the other especially when it comes to economies that is when the issue of violence take its course. So we want to get the statistics and we now solve 
the problems based on that statistics we have gotten so that's one of our and we are going to primary schools more because we are looking forward for the future we are looking forward for how are we going to produce leadership is not only having free and fair election that's not the main thing after the election what comes will people be served the dividends of what they have sweat for what they have gone out there to stay in the sun for so we want to produce leaders when we go to schools we tell them we talk to them about leadership when we finish our education on peace we talk to them about leadership morality things they can hold to sustain a reasonable um, um peaceful coexistence as a leader and where they can bring everybody together every member of this country together with the right understanding and philosophy this sounds like a lot of work who's funding all this okay why are you breathing hard who is funding it <laughs> <laughs> just scared me to know that uh, as um beautiful as this plan sounds um it's been politically funded and i at some point in time i see a lot of it says i sense compromise so now who is funding this how do you how do you you know um how do you make it to the next day's work Okay. Um, You're pointing okay. at yourselves. Let me go first. Then okay. I, I, I will add up to it. You know, we are an organization of determined people. That's why, if you look at the way we recruit people, we make them to understand that entrenching peace is about sacrifice. So we're, we're not an organization that is geared towards gathering people or just or making money or or whatever. No, what we do is we make people understand that for you to be involved, there are sacrifices to be paid. Now, like our members, we pay dues, actually. Now, this due is further used to push the campaign forward. Then we also make, we also find means that will be less costly. For example, when we go to school, we want people to, we want, we want you know, you know part, of, part of what has been causing some particular issues in Nigeria is when we monetize everything. Now, we want, we go to these schools, we tell them, this is what, this is what we stand for. Now, we won't just come around and just give refreshments and all that and all that. No. What we really want to do is to pass the message. And when the refreshment comes in, it's just to make people feel alive and all that. Then we were also an organization that believed... And there are audiences waiting for you without refreshments in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, I'm asking. <laughs> uh, of, of course, no, there are. I'm, I'm and just um, trying to be factual here. Yes, I'm trying you're to right. Understand that I'm trying to understand the terrain a bit more. Because... Mm, yeah. um, it takes quite a lot to hold an audience in this country. Yeah. You know? Um, well, you know what? Don't let me cut you short. You're about to make another point. I hope I've not derailed you yet. No, it, it, it's okay, okay, sir. Let's go. You know, um, like, like you said, it's it's a bit difficult to gather people and then you just tell them what they want, what you believe, what, what you want them to understand, and then you ask them to leave. Of course, an average Nigerian will wait um, you know, because the, the time you have taken, they will consider it as a, a useful time for them to make money money mm-hmm. so but now what we what we do we go for sensitization we give them uh, we, we, we're able to give a little um uh, just just to encourage people then we also that's one of one of the ways we make um, our money is dues like i've said and so other other point is that we are since much of our our goal as an organization is more of um a, an extension or what would i call um a manifestation of a goal of a larger goal of the united nations as a whole which is to end violence in every of its form and looking at unesco's main um, policy and all that so one of the other ways we 
uh, also getting and working towards uh, being financed as an organization is by getting grants from these um, 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 international organizations and also using these grants fruitfully in making sure that we entrench the principles and the, the principles of peace in every area of uh, the place we find them. Okay, so you clearly have a plan for getting funding because it's like I said, it's a tall order. It's, it takes a whole lot of sacrifice to get this mm -hmm. done. And it's also good that you, to know that the membership in itself funds the organization. Mm -hmm. So we have a structure, but then we need an audience. And we don't know just need an audience at, um, um, at the receiving end. We also need an audience at the end that determines, you know, that sways the elections yeah. and sways. Who, you said you've spoken to two governorship aspirants, yeah. you know. Um, it's a whole, I mean, the list of gubernatorial aspirants is a whole lot longer than that. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you're looking at future elections. I mean, Nigeria's elections do not just stop at 2019. What have you learned from dealing with these people? And um, what have you learned from, what insights do you have in the, their thinking, you know, particularly when it comes to manipulating the populace? Okay. Um, with my experience with, with some of the gubernatorial candidates, um, PEPNET was actually privileged to be part of the political conference at, with Anunsa at the University of Ibadan, I think last month. And um, we have few gubernatorial ca candidates. There are even more than two. So in that in that space, we are able to talk to them about what we believe. What do you feel about these peace accords first? Are they binding? Are they strong enough to be binding? I believe they should, depending on who is involved. Depending on who is involved, um, is actually binding. If the parties involved, if the parties involved can actually respect, because it depends on us to, to, to make it binding as a people. If you respect what is obtainable or what will keep us together as a country, and you respect the fact that we have so much to give to this country, as a leader, you will not lead people who are dead. You will not lead people who are who have suffered so much because for you to become leaders. So if you can think in that light, I I spoke in that gathering and I told them, I said we we really aside from the issue of peace, we we want you to procreate leaders among your followers. We cannot just be looking at just one person. So those people that are following you should be able to also stand for themselves as leaders because we need to produce more leaders of their kinds so if you have that leadership sense in them they cannot they can indeed influence or see peace path as a major thing to bring us together to develop it our slogan in peace education and practice network is no peace no development so if you are if you do not respect the peace accord because I, there will always be reasons not to respect there will always be reasons not to cooperate but we we are saying if you can just give a chance to other people see it as a means of leadership then you respect peace accord so that's our point um i believe it's worthwhile 
Okay. And it's a it's a good thing in the right direction. You started, but the pop popularity of pizza court is growing bigger. The more the more the the information are getting to people, they will value pizza court and why it's necessary for this time. We don't need blood. We don't need bloodshed to win an election. And uh, well, truth be told, uh, I even wonder why we need to sign peace accords if people will just act right in the very first place, you know. But then again, we are where we are right now. Education. We hope to get uh, better. But on this note, I'd like to thank you gentlemen for coming on the show. You know, I wish you lots of luck with this endeavor you've taken upon yourselves. Um, I see a lot of personal sacrifice here. You know, I've had with me... Um, two gentlemen representatives of the peace education and practice network pepnet uh, we have with me ambassadors moses aboladi and emmanuel jato they are from the peace education and practice network pepnet beyond that um they are telling us of this advocacy they will be um basically does it get launched on wednesday or what exactly happens on wednesday oh, what we are doing on wednesday is just no mass sensitization, sensitization to yeah. sensitize people because we make use of the UN calendar. Okay. So we are trying to tell people to popularize it. It's not, it's not uh, popular in Nigeria okay. where people celebrate the UN calendar. And on the UN calendar, the World Radio Day is one of the great days to celebrate what radio has done when it comes to peace education because it has made a lot of people to see differently, to understand different perspective aside from their own perspective for election for voting for for peace in general so uh on wednesday we will be we'll be doing online sensitization and we'll be using other platforms we can use at our disposal to preach the gospel of peace by the radio so we are working with the media we hope other media we emulate what Jams FM is doing. You know, you just took the words out of my mouth. I'm very glad that you've chosen Jams 100.1 FM to herald your celebration of the World Radio Day happening on the 13th of February. Let's not forget the theme for this year's World Radio Day is Dialogue, Tolerance and Peace. PepNet's advocacy for this year is peace education, practice and non-violence in the forthcoming general elections. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show. But your work isn't done out here yet. Um, okay. It's tradition on this show that when you come on the show, you know, uh, you tell us your favorite jam. I mean, we jam, we're a jamming station, you know, <laughs> the real radio, real people station. I can't have both your songs because time is fast spent. So I'm going to turn to you, Mr. Emmanuel Jato. What song would you be requesting of us? You can't outdo us. Our library is rich. Well, okay, sir. I will be requesting for uh, Baba Mimo okay. by Beautiful Nubia. Why does that song resonate with you? Um, actually, it's a song that 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 um talks about peace. Okay. In fact, by the time you listen to it, you will discover it's talk. It's a song that talks about peaceful coexistence and unity. Okay. Not so, uh, coming up right now is Baba Mimo by Beautiful Nubia.
Ayin Baba Wakowa Kalima Feron Arawa Baba Mimoa Terry Basi Waju Itere Bojuwa Oshanu Fuwa Baba Mimoi Wohe Leda Kubum Tomi Baba Wakowa Kalima Feron Arawa the very prophetic words of beautiful Nubia, Baba Mimo, a song that resonates with one of my guests, Mr. Jato Emmanuel. He has with him also Mr. Moses Abolade, both representatives of PEPNET, that's the Peace Education and Practice Network. Gentlemen, thank you for being on Periscope this morning. We wish you lots of luck with your endeavor. And you know what? Uh, come around the German station one of these days again. Let's know exactly how far we've pushed to this. Thank, thank, you, thank you very you much. So much. Thank well, you so that much. has been Periscope this bright Sunday morning. We hope you've been educated by this gentleman and the work they, you know, have chosen to pursue. Well, we do this every Sunday at 11. We look forward to having you next Sunday. But till then, take care of yourselves and each other. Coming up at the top of the hour is the news at 12. Till then, keep enjoying Baba Mimo by Beautiful Nubia.
quality. He used the pattern to love, harmony, disarmament, and all the related issues. This is Peace Education and Practice Network. This is Human Security is the core of our business. Freedom from lack, freedom from want, and freedom to live in dignity. It is what we stand for and what we teach anywhere we go in the world. Pepnet Peace Education and Practice Network is a home for peace where we teach children, teenagers, adolescents and young adults between the age of 5 to 25 how to manage themselves, how to manage the relationship they have with others, how to use alternative dispute resolution properly with the concepts and precepts of love, harmony, tolerance, understanding, accommodation, collaboration, and healthy competition to find a lasting hope for humanity. Peace Education and Practice Network has worked in recent times on various projects such as the Peace Media Project, going to radio stations to affect the life of community leaders, youths, and political gladiators. Peace Education and Practice Network has also worked vigorously in secondary schools at Ibadan. Nigeria. We have been to schools, secondary schools, with private and public schools to teach them about peace related concepts such as justice and human rights concepts like disarmament, mediation negotiation and other alternative dispute resolution and we have done that by setting up clubs in those schools. Peace Education and Practice Network has been doing wonderful well as they set some days apart to educate and train people through the Peace Education Workshop done in Nigeria last year. October 1, 2019. 
the Peace Education Workshop discuss issues related to religious tolerance, language and communication, peace education and peace education and human rights. All these and many more are the activities carried out in Peace Education and Practice Network. This is a network for every living soul. This is a place for everybody to come together and live a life of peace. Why we teach it? Always remember, when there is no peace, there is no development. When there is no development, to attain peace will be difficult. God bless Peace Education and Practice Network. Kindly join the Peace Builders today. Negotiation and other alternative. This would why we teach it. Always remember when there is no peace. There is no development. When there is no development, to attain peace will be difficult. God bless peace education and practice network. Kindly join the peace builders today. This is another Peace Thursday for your listening ears. Again, I want to believe you are excited about it. It's another peaceful edition to discuss the matter of peace. I know you understand what peace means. Peace is more than the absence of war. For the presence of social justice and development. Peace is what we all desire and to tell you you're going to enjoy the best of peace talk on your wonderful radio there. This is proudly sponsored by Pepnet Nigeria. Stay tuned. Hello friends, this is Moses Abolati at Rashago. Now your wonderful Radio Peace Ambassador. You can call me anything, just be sure you have peace there. So let's discuss justice and love. What's the correlation? You know, 
the correlation is peace building and peace building is that process or activities of preventing conflict managing conflict and restoring peace after a violent conflict such as insurgency terrorism warfare among others then we can be talking of peace building my friends what is justice in the nation there there is no equal power play that is not justice maybe we should know the meaning of justice you know justice in this sense in a broadest context includes both the attainment of that which is just and the philosophical discussion of that which is just or fair justice differs in every culture and space nigeria being the scope of this conversation we understand what justice is and we can answer if nigeria lives in fairness and equity for all we'll discuss this times later my friend justice and law the correlation is peace building Arewa Arewa Miomo my beautiful one princess and colorful bride Onitemi why eat from my side my friend my boo and barbecue the brain I had all the one that smears my pinnacle the arrest angel raised among eels without peace but faith ifemi onitemi my stream of thoughts ocean of moths she clouds my mind she's well groomed sensible and trimmed misportable she pokes me with the street rules yes i love a table that connects my cable to romantic fables she is perfect even in anger she is sensual with her tough manners i love a banner touchy like fanta and we will hit together the tana man arewa miyo Arewa, Arewa Miyomo, my beautiful one, princess and colorful bride, Onitemi, why eat from my side, my friend, my boo, and barbecue, the brain I adore, the one that smears my pinnacle, the arrest angel raised among eels. Without peace, but faith. Ifemi, only temi. My stream of thoughts, ocean of moths, she clouds my mind. She's well groomed, sensible and trimmed, misportable. She pokes me with the street rules. Yes, I love her table, 
that connects my cable to romantic fables. She is perfect, even in her anger. She is sensual with her tough manners. I love her banner, touch it like Fanta, and we will hit together the eternal manner. Arewa 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 Miyomo My beautiful one Princess and colorful bride Onite me Why eat from my side My friend My boo And barbecue The brain I adore The one that smears my pinnacle The arrest angel Raised among eels Without peace, but faith. Ifemi, onitemi. My stream of thoughts, ocean of moth, she clouds my mind. She's well groomed, sensible and trimmed, misportable. She pokes me with the street rules. Yes, I love her table that connects my cable. To romantic fables. She is perfect, even in her anger. She is sensual with her tough manners. I love her banner, touch it like Fanta, and we will hit together the eternal man. Arewa Miyongo. ATM, the ATM, automated machine. Here we have to plead for effort. Here we stayed wise to get what we have. The ATM, automated teller machine. Few times we met you empty. So many times we wait our blessings under the sun and rain. We stayed and wheel. Many torn in their carts for escape. They assumed no hope, waiting or going. The response of the user out of service saddens the heart, unable to dispense cash. Make us frown, not available. Made wide, as rat, temporary unavailable. A poison to our town. Causes we rendered to their poor services, and negligence to duty we curse. The hood and young stayed at ease because their pocket is off at peace. ATM, automated teller machine. I am not a fool with the ages stands. Stands. Why the insufficient fund? Please make me not look like a fool. Going away in shame, feeling terrible. 
and pained. It got to my turn. You play the game. No lift home. Please, am I insane? ATM. Automated teller machine. Why do you make the adult wail and cause ladies make up to quail? We need shade and read to keep all mosquitoes far. We need more good services to quench these thirsty masses. ATM Automated Teller Machine. ATM The ATM Automated Here we have to plead for effort. Here we stayed wise to get what we have. The ATM Automated Teller Machine. Few times we met you empty. So many times we wait our blessings. Under the sun and rain, we stayed and wheel. Many torn in their carts for escape. They assumed no hope, waiting or going. The response of the user. Out of service, saddens the heart. Unable to dispense cash, make us frown. Not available. Made wide, as rat, temporary unavailable. A poison to our town. Causes were rendered to their poor services and negligence to duty with curse. The old and young stayed at ease because their pocket is off at peace. ATM Automated Teller Machine. I am not a fool with the ages. Stands, stands. Why the insufficient fund? Please make me not look like a fool. Going away in shame, feeling terrible and pained. It got to my turn. You play the game. No lift home. Please, am I insane? ATM. Automated teller machine. Why do you make the adult wail and cause ladies make up to quail? We need shade and read to keep all mosquitoes far. We need more good services to quench these thirsty masses. ATM Automated teller machine.